Welcome to Sound Prince Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Sound Prince for the week of May 29, 2022. The Kentucky Council of the Blind now has two email lists to better serve your information needs. KCB News is our main list. It brings publications such as our newsletter, Dots and Dashes from ACB, messages on new and updated products and services, and news about important programs and issues to your inbox. Join KCB News by sending a blank email to kcb-news plus subscribe at acblists.org. You will receive a message asking you to confirm that you want to be on the list. You must reply to this message. We now have a new list called KCB Events. Beginning June 1, this list will carry announcements of in-person and Zoom events sponsored by KCB, its chapters, and other ACB groups. All KCB members are encouraged to join this list. Non-members who want to keep up with activities in KCB and ACB are also welcome. To subscribe to events, send a blank email message to kcb-events, followed by a plus sign, the word subscribe, then at acblists.org. For more questions and to report list problems, Call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Registration is now open for the 2022 ACB Conference and Convention. The summer auction is on Saturday, June 18, and then the proceedings officially begin on Wednesday evening, June 22, followed by three days of meetings information and technology, and social events on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, June 23, 24, and 25, all virtual on Zoom and ACB Media. Then there's a week of hybrid activities in Omaha, Nebraska, and on Zoom and ACB Media. Dates are July 1 through July 8, followed by three evenings of virtual business sessions on July 11, 12, and 13. Browse the many events that will be happening both on Zoom and in person in Omaha by visiting acbconvention.org. Follow the registration link on that page to pre-register. Remember that following the convention, KCB will reimburse the $35 pre-registration fee for any of its members who wish to attend virtually. Be sure to pre-register by Sunday, June 5, if you are attending virtually and you would like to receive your convention program in Braille, large print, or on NLS digital cartridge. The programs will be delivered to your home by UPS prior to the convention. If you do not wish to receive a hard copy program in Braille, large print, or on digital cartridge, you may pre-register 
until Monday, June 20. KCB is holding a special Zoom meeting to answer convention-related questions on topics such as registration, voting, elections, schedules, how to listen and participate, and more on Sunday, June 5 at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central, on the KCB Zoom line. Call 669-900-6833 and enter the code 862-9889-6972 to join the call. For more information on the convention, call the KCB office at 502-895-4598. The South Central Kentucky Council of the Blind holds its social hour Zoom program each Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern. Some weeks there's a speaker. Other weeks there's good conversation, making friends, and sharing tips and ideas. To join the call, call 669-900-6833 and use the Zoom code 763-689-4411. SCKCB will also have an in-person lunch and meeting on Sunday, June 5 in Bowling Green. For details, including the time and exact location, and to let them know that you will be attending, call Richard Lindsay, President, at 270-781-1985 or Teresa Eskew, Vice President, at 270-776-6971. Call the KCB Zoom line at 669-900-6833 and enter the code 862-9889-6972 to participate in the following events. The Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will hold its June business meeting on Wednesday, June 1 at 8 p.m. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind invites everyone to its next in-person and virtual roundabout on Saturday, June 4. Doors open at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville at 1 p.m. The address is 150 South State Street in Louisville. Individuals needing help with technology, Braille, etc. will be able to schedule assistance between 1 and 2 p.m. Call 895-4598 to let us know that you need help. There will be a program both in person and on Zoom from 2 to 4, and then we'll have dinner at UCHM, followed by a bargain table, beginning at 4 p.m. Arrange return rides by 6 p.m. Dinner is $6 per person. Please call ahead to let us know you'll be having dinner so we can have enough food on hand for everyone. KCB Next Generation will hold its June business meeting on Thursday, June 9 at 8 p.m., also on the Zoom line. The Kentucky Council of the Blind has awarded its first assistive technology grant for 2022. More tech grants are available. Learn who is eligible, how to apply, and hear from our first tech grant recipient on page 2. The Council of Citizens with Low Vision has a number of outstanding in-person and virtual events coming up during the ACB Conference and Convention. CCLVI President Patty Cox joins us on page 3 with all the details. Learn about their vendor showcase, 
of both low vision and braille products, their smart home session, and much more. Be sure to check out the four articles on page four. First, you'll discover a new braille and large print game from the Royal National Institute for Blind People in England. Then, learn about four new magazines from NLS, available through Bard Mobile and your Talking Book Library. Next is an article by Tom Frank from Vermont, first published in the April 2022 Vision Access from CCLVI. Tom recounts how he, the speech user, helps a sighted person save his computer's data without a screen. And finally, take a look back in time to the world in 1906. You'll be amazed at the differences between then and now. We welcome your feedback, comments, and suggestions about our SoundPrints programs. To contact us about SoundPrints, call the Kentucky Council of the Blind at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. H2. On the phone with me today is Bill Wright. Bill has been a member of the Kentucky Council of Blind for a long time, and he recently, however, was the recipient of a grant from KCB. And Bill, you're here to tell us about uh, what that was and how you applied, how it all happened. So I'm just going to turn the time over to you and let you explain what went on. I would like to start with thanking the Kentucky Council of the Blind and the uh, tax grant for uh, helping me to purchase a vector stream reader. I uh, applied and Terry uh, uh, helped me uh, fill out the application. And I, uh, when you when you apply, they the tech grant, the Kentucky Council Blind Tech Grant plays three-fourths of the grant if you're a KCB member, and the person who applying pays one-fourth of the uh, amount of money. Uh, I got a Victor Stream reader. I would like to thank KCB again for helping me purchase it. Uh, it's it's working really really well. Uh, the speed on it uh, is improved. I can uh, do barred books. I can do podcasts. I can do uh, radio radio stations. And I'm extremely happy with it and uh, would like to again thank Kentucky Council Blind for helping me purchase it. Now, Bill, you had a Victor Reader stream before, and you pretty much wore it out, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> because it will yes. play um, ACB Media? It, it will play all ten of the ACB Media channels. Oh. That's good, and uh, so that'll that'll let you. 
not listen to that, but you can read books and just do all kinds of things with it. Well, we're really pleased to be able to help you. Now, how long did it take that to happen, Bill? It took under a month for everything. Um, What I did was um, I filled out the application, and then I had an interview with the Tech Grant Committee, and then... um, they uh, tell it in front of the KCB board, and the KCB board voted on it. And um, then, then uh, you wrote a you wrote a check, and I paid my one fourth, and it went uh, extremely smooth. Yeah, and and to just explain, um, you. You um, helped us. You had a couple of sources for obtaining the Victor Stream. One was from a dealer, and one was directly, of course, from Humanware. And um, and so when it came time uh, to do it, you you paid your portion to the dealer, and we paid our portion to the dealer, and uh, it was all done, and the stream was on its way to you. You know, sometimes applications have lots and lots of questions. Um, was the application a long process, or was it pretty easy to fill out? The application was really easy to fill out, and Tui um, walked me through it and helped me fill it out, and she mm-hmm. did an outstanding job. No, I filled it out over the telephone with Tui. Right. I just um, she she asked me the questions over the telephone. And I answered them over the telephone, and she typed them in. Well, we really um, are glad you're enjoying the Victor Stream. We're pleased to be able to, to supply it. After um, after we end this interview, I'm going to read the information, the guidelines, and the information uh, that uh, are needed for the application so that listeners have an idea of A, what they need to to know or what they can expect if they want to apply for a tech grant from KCB and um and then also um we'll give them information on how to get in contact with the committee with the um scholarship and technology committee so that maybe others can apply for this as well. Well, thank you and thank the Kentucky Council of Blind and thank the Tech Grants once more. And anyone who is needing technology, sign up. It's easy, it's simple, and you need to get it done. And now, here are the Assistive Technology Grant Guidelines for the Kentucky Council of the Blind. These are the 2022 guidelines and are available on our website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Number one, purpose. The Kentucky Council of the Blind, KCB, created this assistive technology grant program to help fulfill its mission of enriching the lives of visually impaired Kentuckians. Assistive technology can be very prohibitive for many visually impaired Kentuckians. Through its grant program, KCB helps visually impaired Kentuckians obtain assistive technology by partially underwriting the cost of such products 
and services. Two, assistive technology. For the purpose of this grant program, assistive technology is considered hardware, software, electronic devices, subscription services, equipment, etc., that is standalone or works in conjunction with a computer or other electronic device that makes it possible for blind people to do things that sighted people can already do without using assistive technology. 3. Coverage The assistive technology grants program widely covers both hardware and software-based assistive technology, upgrades and maintenance agreements, subscription services, computers, and other standalone electronic devices. Only new assistive technology, computers, and electronic devices will be covered, including technology upgrades to newer versions. Used or previously owned assistive technology, computers, and electronic devices will not be covered. 4. Guidelines A. Grants may be awarded to any Kentuckian who is visually impaired or to any KCB member living outside of Kentucky. Visual impairment is defined as visual acuity of 20 over 70 or less in the better corrected eye and or 20 degrees or less visual field in the better corrected eye. B. Depending on availability of funds, Grants may be awarded to visually impaired KCB members in good standing as of March 15 of the current year in amounts up to 75% of the total cost of the technology required, with the total amount of a grant not to exceed $1,500. Grants may be awarded to persons who are not members of KCB up to 25% of the total cost of the technology requested, with the amount of the grant not to exceed $600. Award recipients will be responsible for providing the portion of the cost of such products or services not covered by the KCB Technology Award. C. Although membership in the Kentucky Council of the Blind is not required in order to apply for the technology grant, Applicants are encouraged to consider the many benefits of being involved with the regional and special interest chapters, which include the ability to 1. Learn about resources, 2. Participate in peer-to-peer support, conferences, workshops, and other activities, and 3. Keep up with legislative and regulatory issues impacting visually impaired individuals and their families through in-person meetings, conference calls, newsletters, email lists, and the Soundprints Audio Magazine. Applicants can learn more about becoming a KCB member by calling 502-895-4598 or visiting https colon slash slash kentucky-acb.org slash membership. D. Any purchase made prior to grant application will not be eligible for a grant. E. No person will be eligible to be awarded more than one grant within a three-year period of time. F. Members of the KCB Scholarship and Technology Grant Committee 
will interview each grant applicant by telephone or other virtual platform. In this interview, applicants will be asked to describe the device or service, including its usefulness to a blind person, how it meets the applicant's access needs, how well it works, and whether the applicant would recommend it to other persons who are blind or have low vision. If applicants are awarded a technology grant, they are required to describe or demonstrate this technology at a meeting of KCB or its chapters. G. Grant recipients will be required to participate in the Kentucky Council of the Blind Convention to be held during November 2022. Grant recipients should attend the convention in person with attendance via Zoom acceptable only if the in-person attendance is not possible. Grant recipients will be recognized as recipients of technology awards at this convention. H. The total amount of funds available for technology grants may vary from year to year. If funds are exhausted at the time an application is received, the applicant will be notified of this fact within 30 days of the date the application is received and will be offered the option of keeping the application active for consideration when funds are again available. I. The KCB Scholarship and Technology Grant Committee will propose grant awards based on thorough examination and evaluation of completed applications and supporting materials. All technology grants recommended by the KCB Scholarship and Technology Grant Committee are subject to final approval by the Kentucky Council of the Blind Board of Directors. J. All applicants will be contacted with results of their grant application as soon as possible, but no later than 60 days after receipt of their application and all required supporting documents. 5. Application Materials and Procedures A. The applicant must provide the following documents to the KCB Scholarship and Technology Grant Committee. 1. A completed typed application in an electronic format. 2. The exact specifications of the assistive technology, service, electronic device, or computer to be purchased. 3. A copy of an official price quote from two vendors or dealers. One quote will suffice if there is no other source for the item. 4. Verification of visual impairment to be provided by written submission of one of the following. First, the name of one person who currently serves on the Board of Directors of KCB or who serves on the Board of Directors of a KCB chapter who can attest that the applicant is visually impaired. Or, second, written verification of visual impairment from an ophthalmologist, optometrist, or other reasonable authority obtained within the past year, including a description of the applicant's eye condition, visual acuity, and field of vision. Or third, a signed visual verification form included with this application to be completed by a competent professional, such as a rehabilitation counselor, 
teacher of the visually impaired, O&M specialist, etc. B. Applicants will be required to participate in a recorded telephone interview with members of the KCB Scholarship and Technology Grant Committee. C. The Scholarship and Technology Grant Committee Chair will notify the KCB Board of Directors of its nominees to receive assistive technology grants, including names of recipients, items to be purchased, and any other relevant information. D. Before any grant funds are dispersed by KCB to the seller, the grant recipient must either 1. Provide the seller with his or her portion of the purchase price, and the seller must invoice KCB for the remaining amount due, or 2. Provide his or her portion of the purchase price to KCB, at which time KCB will disperse funds for the entire amount to the seller. E. The grant recipient is required to provide his or her portion of the purchase price within 90 days from the date of the award. Any KCB grant funds that are not dispersed within 90 days will be retained by KCB, and any funds paid to KCB by the grant recipient will be returned to the individual. F. The completed application form and all other required materials should be sent to Kentucky Council of the Blind, Assistive Technology Grant Program, 148 Vernon Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40206, phone 502-895-4598, email techgrant, T-E-C-H-G-R-A-N-T, at kentucky acb.org email submission is preferred for more information on applying for the technology grant contact Terry Turlow chair KCB scholarship and technology grant committee at 502-551-6382 or email techgrant T-E-C-H-G-R-A-N-T at Kentucky-ACB.org. Page 3. Now I'm speaking with Patty Cox, who is president of the Council of Citizens with Low Vision International, CCLVI, and they have some great activities planned for this convention. Patty's going to be telling us about both virtual and in-person activities and how you can get signed up for those. So welcome, Patty. Thank you. Well, you can begin wherever you'd like, but I would suggest that maybe you go in chronological order. So begin with the first event and then move ahead and just tell us briefly about each one. Okay. So our first event is at 2.30 on um, June 25th, and that will be our business meeting. Um, we will have elections, and we have constitutional amendments, and that is for members only. Okay. The CLVI members should plan to attend that meeting. Yes, and plan an extra half hour. Get on there at 2 o'clock so we can make sure everybody's renamed, and we can start pretty much on time. 
and you do that so you can validate that the people on there are, in fact, uh, current CCLVI members. Correct. Okay. All right. Correct. So we have a business meeting and get all that done, and now what comes next? Um, On Friday the 1st, we have our vendor showcase um, where we have different vendors come in and show us uh, anything new that they have for those who um, are low vision. Um, And we have quite a few people that are transitioning into total blindness. So maybe some products that uh, might help them transition a lot smoother. Are you all doing that and um, co-sponsoring that with, is BITS co-sponsoring that with you all? Bits. Did I hear yes. That? Yes, okay. we are co-sponsoring with BITS and that will be um, hybrid. It will be on-site and hybrid. So uh, for those of us that are going to Omaha, we can go to that meeting in person and see the things that they have and be kind of hands-on. And um, but for people who aren't there, they'll be able to tune in on Zoom, and will they yes. be able to ask questions of the vendors too, if they're on yes. Zoom? Yes, they will. So yes, they if will. if they register for the convention, they when you register for the convention, you get the Zoom links, and so um, even though you could listen on ACB Radio, um, ACB Media to that session with Without registering, you don't have to pay to register to to, uh, to listen on ACB Media, but you can't ask questions and you can't participate in the discussion if if you're not on the Zoom link. You can't correct talk to ACB Radio. So um, right, and good. and there, you know, with these vendors, we don't know all the new products. Um, right. They might be unveiling some, so um, come to the Zoom link. Um, mm-hmm. You want to join us through Zoom so that you can ask questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's always a good session. You all do something like that every year. and It's really yes. a good session. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've seen all the new products and things and um, be able to check that out a little bit. And then what comes next? On the 2nd of July at 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m., um, we will finally have the opportunity to meet and greet several of the last three years uh, Shigert scholarship winners. Oh, wow. um, and and it, it'll be um, really nice to meet them, finally meet them. And we will also um, present the Bernice Kendarian Memorial Award during that event. Okay. That sounds like fun. And um, so, weren't there three scholarship winners for each of for each year? Yes, and okay. not not all of them um, are able to come for various reasons. Some are internship, um, but the the ones that can and the three um, scholarship winners from this year will be there. Good. Okay, that sounds good. So that's at four o'clock to five. 30 on Saturday afternoon, July 2nd, and then? Right. And then on July 3rd from 2.30 to 3.45, uh, 
Um, you can update your Zoom profile picture. Um, CCLVI has a number of members that will be volunteering that will come and help you get your profile picture on Zoom. Um, when we get on Zoom, there's either a telephone, um, that's for those who call in on a phone, um, but if you use the Zoom links, you get this little guy, and you see his shoulders, and then there's a little circle for his head, that's, uh, then there's a space in between, so he's kind of like, he has no neck, and <laughs> that is that we would like everyone to have a face instead of this little, I call him the Zoom guy. Um, and so we are going to help people um, take pictures and to be able to upload them onto their Zoom profile so that we can see your faces. We will also talk about you know, if you're going to do video, um, how to do that, and how you should present yourself doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that'll be kind of a practice session or a hands-on session. Yes. Yes. It's okay. a hands-on session. If you use the Zoom link, um, even if you have a computer um, and you don't bring your computer, uh, we can at least uh, show you how to do it on your phone and it. It's almost the same concept on your computer. And I believe you have another activity. Yes, we do. On the 4th at 2.30 to 3.45, um, we and Next Generation uh, will again have um, a smart home session. And um, this way it makes your, your house easier you can talk to that lady A and get your lights on. Um, there's many new products uh, that are out there that you can work with with her and um, and uh, other devices too. And and we want to give everybody the the scoop on it. Okay, that'll be fun. Um, those kind of sessions are always popular because even if you went to one of them last year or the year before or whatever, there's always new stuff and new ways to use things. So um, I'm sure that Smart Homes is going to be a really good session. What time did you say that was on the July 4th? It is 2.30 to 3.45. Okay. 2.30 to 3.45. Yes. And then there's one more, isn't there? There is one more, and we are going to have some fun. We will have a dance, um, and it's the dance of the ages. So it will be all different types of, of music, um, you know, old and new. So come and request your favorite songs. And uh, we will also be having some door prizes, and there's some really good door prizes. It's on July 5th from 7 to 11. I will say one of the door prizes is Pampered Chef. Oh, wow. So 
Come and join us, dance the night away, and win some door prizes. Okay, now I'm sure there's a ticket for the dance, but the other things, there's no charge, right? Right, that's correct. And um, the ticket will be $15 for the dance. All right. And that is uh, on-site only, right? Correct. I, I, I couldn't imagine doing this hybrid. It'd be <laughs> a little fun to watch. <laughs> I, think, I think if we were going to do it hybrid, I don't know if I'd want to be there. I'd want to watch everybody. There oh. is one more thing. Okay. Um, CCLVI has our Janinsky Award, which um, the applications have, have closed already. But mm-hmm. we are having a 50-50 fundraiser to support that, uh, mm-hmm. those awards um, for the next year. And so um, we would like to be able to supply not only iPads, but some other devices. And so we are having our 50-50 tickets will be $10 a piece. Tickets Thanks, for the Janinsky will go on sale on June 25th. Mm-hmm. We will uh, take the, we'll sell the last ones on the 22nd, and we will be drawing them on July 25th at our game night. And how do they purchase tickets, Patty? Um, If you're at the convention and you would like to purchase tickets, you can either give us cash or we will be able to process them um, through Square, or they can go to our website cclvi.org and purchase tickets. You don't have to go to Omaha in order to purchase a ticket. Oh, no, you don't. And you don't have to have been to Omaha in order to win. No. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. Well, okay, so tell us, if a person wants to know more about CCLVI, tell us how a person can find out more about CCLVI and become part of it. Uh, you could go to our website at cclbi.org. They can mm-hmm. call our information line at 844-460-0625. CCLVI is interested in addressing issues of low vision, uh, whether it be for young people, people who are working, people who are elderly. So the common, the common uh, thread between all the things that CCLVI does is vision loss and, yes. and how that affects your uh, your daily life. And we go from, you know, sighted people who have just lost a little bit of vision mm-hmm. all the way through transitioning from having vision to, you know, maybe shadows or light perception and then mm-hmm. to blindness. Right, right. And you also have a really nice magazine that comes out every other month called Vision Access, and that is uh, available to members when it comes out and um, and in various forms. You've got large print, and you have an audio version on a uh, phone dial-in line, and um, and you also have... Uh, an email version, um, and then there's all right. kinds of things that get 
that are available every week, uh, three or four calls a week. So yes. there's no shortage of of uh, information on low vision through CCLVI. So I hope everybody Correct. will um, take a, an opportunity to check it out and be sure and come to all of those great activities. Look for them on the convention registration form. You don't have to check them off. You do not have to sign up for the free events. But uh, when you're looking at the ticketed events uh, for, for in Omaha, be sure and remember the dance. That's going to be fun. There hasn't been a dance at ACB in a long time. And I know y'all are going to do a great job with that. So it, it's oh, yeah. going to be fun. It well, will be Patty, fun. thank you so much. Appreciate you being on Soundprints and telling us about all those great activities. And we're looking forward to going to Omaha. Yes, we are. Thank you. Page four. The following information is from Conundrum, a British magazine produced in Braille and available through your regional talking book library and on BARD. It is produced by the Royal National Institute for Blind People in England, and it contains puzzles and word games and other information. Here are the main titles in Conundrum. There are word puzzles, number puzzles, word searches, Sudoku, Crosswords, logic puzzles, fingers on buzzers, which are quizzes, and then solutions to all the puzzles. This article is entitled An Utterly Movilist New Game. Do have a cow, man, in fact, have lots of them in this accessible, fun farmyard game for all the family. The aim of the MOW Access Braille game is to create a herd using the delightfully illustrated cow tiles, but at the same time avoid getting too many flies. Each cow tile has between zero and five flies on it. The more flies you collect, the lower your total score. Players take it in turn to add cows to the herd using the numbers on the tiles. You can place a cow with a higher or lower number than the cow at each end of the row. But if you can't go, you have to take the whole herd and their flies back to your cow shed. There are some special cows on some tiles that spice up the game too. At the end of each round, each player takes numbered tokens to keep track of their flies. Tokens have high contrast numbers printed on them and are in different shapes and sizes for anyone playing by touch. The game ends when someone collects 100 flies. The person with the fewest flies wins. Game play takes about 15 minutes. Adapted from the original MOW Cow Game, the brightly colored playing tiles are easy to see and also have braille and tactile marks for accessibility. Please note the braille numbers under 10 in the top left corner also include a zero, for example, 07. Embossed dots in the bottom left corner 
indicate the number of flies on a card. The tile number is easy to read and can also be felt thanks to an application of thick varnish. Tokens do not have braille on them but are distinguishable by size and shape. For two to five players ages seven and older, MOW Access Braille Game is available from shop.rnib.org.uk. Their helpline number is 0303-123-9999. Note that this is an international call. New magazines available on BARD by the BARD support team. Published in the Lua Ledger, Spring 2022. The Ledger is published by the Library Users of America. For more information on Lua and how to become part of this ACB Special Interest Affiliate, please contact Adam Rushevel, Treasurer, by calling 502-897-1472. Over 100 Braille and audio magazines are available to download from BARD. The latest titles added to the collection are Dogster, Interweave Knits, Dell Sunday Crossroads, and Popular Science. Dogster offers ideas for interacting with dogs, lifestyle stories, new products, and advice on caring for dogs. Interweave Knits replaces Knit Scene, which is no longer published. Interweave Knits is similar in scope, covering articles and patterns on knitting. Dell Sunday Crosswords is an excellent way to hone your solving skills while matching wits with today's top puzzle constructors. Popular Science Published quarterly, Popular Science is the world's largest science and technology magazine, reporting on the intersection of science and everyday life and delivering a look at the future now. Dogster, Interweave, Knits, and Dell Sunday Crosswords can be downloaded in formatted Braille. Popular Science has been available in Braille on Bard for some time, and now it is available in audio as well. Each of these magazines are available to download on BARD. Subscribe to any or all of these titles and find the latest edition on your wish list when the next issue becomes available on BARD. If you have any questions or would like assistance subscribing to these magazines, contact your regional library. For Kentucky, that is the Kentucky Talking Book Library. The telephone number is 800-372-2968. Please note that Braille and audio magazines available in BARD are also available to receive in hard copy format. The Talking Book Library can help you with those subscriptions. Vision Access Council of Citizens with Low Vision International Volume 29, Number 3, https colon slash slash cclvi.org.
April 2022. Saved by the Blind Guy by Tom Frank. Several months ago, my daughter-in-law stopped by, bemoaning the destruction of her Apple laptop. What happened? I asked. It seems that she left the computer on her car's hood while she took the groceries into the house. She then hopped into the car and drove merrily off to work. After five miles, she remembered the laptop. Retracing her steps, she found it in the McDonald's driveway. Not only had it fallen, but also had been run over by a car. The screen was in about two megabits, pun intended. To add insult to injury, AppleCare had expired several months before. The next day, my son called asking if I had an external hard disk he could borrow to back up the laptop before taking it to our local third-party Apple store. No, but wait, you're saying it still works? Yes, it still connects to Bluetooth, but I can't access anything without a screen. Well, all may not be lost, I said. Press Command 5, and let's hear what happens. VoiceOver is on, said the laptop in a rather smug voice. Perfect. I then proceeded to talk my son through all the VoiceOver commands needed to connect an external drive and back up the mashed top computer. Did I mention, like his father, my son is very smart and modest? The next day, the repair shop technician took one look at the computer and declared it literally a health hazard and disposed of it in a sealed plastic bag. Then he asked if she had backed up her data. Yes, my husband downloaded all of those files. How in the world did he do it? Well, my father-in-law is blind and talked him through the entire process using voiceover. Wow, what a great idea. I'll have to tell everyone else in the store. So, that's how the blind guys saved the day, or at least the data. A look back in time. The other day, while searching through some magazines, we came across a Braille copy of The Braille Mirror from April 2006. The editor's notebook in that magazine was very interesting, and we think you'll enjoy it. Editor's Notebook. Here are some interesting statistics for the United States that the editor came across that vividly demonstrate how far we've come in a hundred years. It's truly amazing what a difference a century makes. In the year 1906, the average life expectancy was 47 years. Only 14% of homes in the United States had a bathtub. Only 8% of the homes had a telephone. A three-minute call from Denver to New York City cost $11. It was only three years since the Wright brothers' flight. There were only 8,000 cars in the United States and only 144 miles of paved roads. The maximum speed limit in most cities was 10 miles per hour. Some scientists predicted that automobile speed could never exceed 30 miles per hour 
for fear of injuring passengers. Alabama, Mississippi, Iowa, and Tennessee were each more heavily populated than California. With a mere 1.7 million people, California was only the 21st most populous state in the Union. The tallest man-made structure in the world was the Eiffel Tower. The average wage in the United States was 22 cents per hour. The average worker made between 200 and 400 dollars per year. A competent accountant could expect to earn $2,000 a year, a dentist $2,500, a veterinarian between $1,500 and $4,000, and a mechanical engineer about $5,000 per year. More than 95% of all births in the United States took place at home. 90% of all U.S. doctors had no college education. Instead, they attended so-called medical schools, many of which were condemned in the press and by the government as substandard. Sugar cost four cents a pound. Eggs were 14 cents a dozen. Coffee was 15 cents a pound. Most women only washed their hair once a month and used borax or egg yolks as shampoo. Canada passed a law that prohibited poor people from entering their country for any reason. The five leading causes of death in the United States were 1. Pneumonia and influenza 2. Tuberculosis 3. Diarrhea 4. Heart disease and 5. Stroke The American flag had only 45 stars. Arizona, Oklahoma, New Mexico, Hawaii, and Alaska had not yet been admitted to the Union. The population of Las Vegas, Nevada was only 30. Crossword puzzles, canned beer, and iced tea hadn't been invented yet. There was no Mother's Day nor Father's Day. Two out of every ten U.S. adults couldn't read or write. Only six percent of all Americans had graduated from high school. Marijuana, heroin, and morphine were all available over-the-counter at the local corner drugstore. Back then, pharmacists said, heroin clears the complexion, gives buoyancy to the mind, regulates the stomach and bowels, and is, in fact, a more perfect guardian of health. The first American to win the Nobel Prize for Peace was then-President Theodore Roosevelt, who received the award for his role in mediating an end to the Russo-Japanese War, 1904-1905. Western writer Zane Grey published his first novel, The Spirit of the Border, launching a craze for westerns that continues in reduced form to this day. Many of his more than 60 books are still in print today and sold more than 13 million copies before his death in 1939. The most influential book of 1906 
was Upton Sinclair's savage expose of the sordid meatpacking industry, the jungle. As a result of the practices exposed in this novel, President Theodore Roosevelt pushed for and obtained passage of the Pure Food and Drug Act. The first known radio broadcast of voice and music was made by Reginald A. Fessenden, F-E-S-S-E-N-D-E-N, a private radio experimenter in Massachusetts. That same year, he also established two-way wireless communication with Scotland. 18% of all households in the United States had at least one full-time servant or domestic help. There were also 237 reported murders in the entire United States. So what do you think? Were those the good old days? And if you want to really stretch your brain, try to imagine what the United States will be like in 2106. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind, or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Soundprints. Have a great week, everybody.